How's it going, everybody? This is Brian for Pop Culture Crossing, and today we are talking about the 1960 Western film, The Magnificent Seven. So this movie is an adaptation in the Western genre style of the 1954 film Seven Samurai. So the movie tells of a gang of bandits who terrorize a small farming village. They come into the village, take a lot of the food. They leave very little food for the townspeople themselves. And not surprisingly, the townsfolk become agitated and fed up with this cycle. And, you know, they're aware enough that they can't just, you know, take up arms and fight the bandits themselves. But they need to seek outside help to be trained and, you know, help fight off the return of the bandits. So the story is fun and entertaining to watch. The villagers send three men to, you know, find someone to help them in fighting the bandits luckily they meet the good-natured chris a cajun and you know former gunslinger who is willing to help their cause and chris luckily recruits friends acquaintances and even newcomers who are mostly former or current gunslingers drifters or bounty hunters to form a crew of seven which comprise not surprisingly the magnificent seven so they are led to the village where they help the farmers reinforce their village and train for the bandits' return. The Magnificent Seven storyline, you know, is not a mindless Western film. Rather, it contains several nuanced elements, which is quite refreshing as a viewer in this genre. <laughs> so the narrative is not a cookie-cutter story, um, as one would think when you read the plot synopsis or the tagline where, oh yeah, these good guys go in, help the villagers, defeat the bad guys at the end. I know what's going to happen before I've even seen the film. That's not the case here. The And the townsfolk and the seven themselves all have distinctive, uh, you know, developments and character traits. And this reflects each character's, you know, personalities, their idiosyncrasies, and their past and their unique decisions to help defend the village and take on this job. The movie does a great job in just humanizing the characters overall. Yes, the seven are gunslingers and killers, but the narrative is presented in such a way that their exteriors are peeled back and you are given a glimpse into their fears and anxieties. And this provides a three-dimensional element and necessary depth for the characters and additionally great grounding for them as well and you know I was really pleased to see this and you know it's one of the uh, things that I like most about this movie so in general the pacing as I mentioned briefly here is unpredictable and this provides a breath of fresh air. You might think you know where the story is going, especially if you read a lot or you watch a lot of movies or play video games, read comics, anything like that. Typically, you know, chances are there have been examples where, you know, you're seeing something or you're playing something or you're reading something and you're able to predict what happens in a story and you can do this early on. And chances are you've probably been right. But that's not the case in this film, and I really admire that. So you may think you know where the story's going, but then, boom, it takes a turn, and you're like, wow, I didn't expect that, but hey, that's cool. It's keeping me on my toes and engaged with the film here. Um, so the actors and actresses in this film 
provide strong performances overall. Yul Brenner as Chris Adams and Steve McQueen as Ben Tanner are kind of the de facto, you know, like leader and lieutenant of the seven. Yul Brenner being the main leader figure. And Brenner does a great job, you know, in portraying a benevolent, trustworthy character in Chris. Something that, you know, really isn't seen a whole lot in the Western genre. Charles Bronson, Robert Vaughn, Brad Dexter, James Coburn, and Horace Buchholz all provide excellent performances as other members of the Seven. Now, thankfully, as I've said here, each member is provided with enough screen time that the actors are able to communicate their own nuances and the individual personalities of their characters. So this is good not only for viewers, but also for the actors themselves to, you know, really flex their acting chops and their muscles. So because of this, you know, you just have the proper depth and it's really appreciated. Eli Wallach does a great job as Calvera, the main bandit leader. And Calvera is a fairly unconventional bandit. You know, he's not really necessarily interested in just haphazard killing. He could just wipe out the entire village if he wanted, but then that means he wouldn't have food or he'd have to find it himself. And he does know that, you know, there's been changes in the resources and just developments in the southwest and the mexican area so he he and his gang are having to adapt to those things and they're you know finding that it's been pretty hard so they're kind of doing what they can in extorting the villagers it's horrible for the villagers but he does present his own uh, case and point of view in a clear and, you know, fairly convincing way. Now, Pepe Hearn, Jorge Martina de Hoyos, Natividad Vasio, Rico Alanes, Vladimir Sokolov, and Rosenda Monteros, you know, they're the main townspeople figures, and they do, they provide sound performances in their roles here. And like the, or they just do a great job in conveying the helplessness of the townspeople and their plight in seeking help <laughs> against uh, Calvera and his bandits. But they, like the members of the Seven, also experience emotional in- and inner turmoil, not only with the situation, but with their decision to even want to hire outside help to fight the bandits. So this leads to interesting developments, and I'm not going to spoil anything here, so you got to go check it out for yourself. So the cinematography in The Magnificent Seven is great. From wide landscape establishing shots that capture the great Southwest uh, topography to, you know, action shots that are pretty well done that kind of really make you feel like you're right there in the action. Um, Just overall, it's a well-shot movie. Some of the deaths, you know, (laughs) can be excessively dramatic, but this is more of a sign of the general time in which the film was made it's not necessarily a characteristic or a knock against the magnificent seven elmer bernstein's musical score is impressive beautiful and pretty iconic the film's main theme is quite well known chances are you've probably heard it before and you know it's a great song and it's you know really likely that it's gonna be stuck in your head after your viewing And it just does a great job. The uh, main theme overall, but just the soundtrack in general, 
in capturing the tone and mood of a grand western style of film so additionally other songs in the uh, score here include a nice mix of southwestern and guitar musical elements which really add to the flair and accuracy of the locale in which the magnificent seven is uh, placed now bernstein was awarded the only academy award for the magnificent seven and that was for best music of scoring of a dramatic or comedy picture, and rightfully so. John Sturgis's direction of The Magnificent Seven is great. He does an excellent job with his adaptation of Seven Samurai, and this speaks to both Sturgis's ability to direct just in general, but then also to adapt a pre-existing story or uh, production but to give it his own unique uh, character and taste and feel of the movie. And Sturgis does a great job in his management and communication of the heroic, iconic, and you know complex and nuanced Western movie here. I especially liked Sturgis's uh, choice and inclusion of all the character developments and details. You know, it's more often than not, you know, in like ensemble type of films, they just focus heavily on, you know, kind of the leaders of them. So it was really nice to see the other characters outside of Brenner and McQueen get the necessary time that they needed to express their their performance and, you know, the characteristics of their roles. So in summary, The Magnificent Seven is a fun, entertaining movie that has an important message and the terrific characters provide great insights into you know kind of their workings and the situation at hand whether they're members of the seven or they're in the townsfolk Um, and if you enjoy rich stories set in the western motif or even if you aren't a big fan of westerns but you just like uh, great character development or stories of people helping others just for the sake of helping them there's you know there's real really no big incentive for the seven to help the townspeople the pay isn't that great they're just doing it because it's the right thing to do and if you like that type of story then you want to be sure not to miss the magnificent seven have you seen the magnificent seven if you have let me know what your favorite part of the movie was and i'm curious also to hear who your favorite member of the seven was let me know in the comments below or on twitter and we'll keep the conversation alive here if you haven't seen the movie i really hope that you'll consider checking it out not only is it kind of a western classic but it does just have a good underlying message and it's rich narratively so if you want to read a review, please check out my written, more detailed review on popculturecrossing.com. And as always, if you enjoyed this review, I hope you'll consider subscribing, liking, and sharing it with your friends and keeping the conversation alive on the social channels. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Bye.